if you want a good man, you might try dating outside of your zip code. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Singing the Blue Collar Brother Blues. And what's wrong with them Blue Collar Brothers? Yeah, Joan. What's wrong with them? Joan, let me feel that one. Don't apologize. First of all, a girl can only eat so many value meals before they lose their value. <laughs> and you guys know, ain't nothing wrong with wanting a man with his name on a business card instead of his shirt. Welcome back, guys. It is Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. Today's episode is called Sleeping Dogs. Uh, original air date, 11-21-2005. We'll talk about who wrote it in a second, but uh, I am Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And um, that minute has occurred. Guess who wrote this? We talked about this last week off air. Etsy. Who wrote it? This was written by Kenya Barris. Oh! Mr. Mr. Ish himself. Mr. Ish himself. Kenya Barris, he is the head honcho of the Ish universe, the grown-ish, <laughs> black-ish, mixed-ish. Um, he's just, yeah. Then, then he had one called Black AF, right? It was that. <laughs> yeah, he had one called Black AF. He tried to go outside the box for that one. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you know, I ain't want to be predictable as shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, he had Rashida Jones talk about the struggles of the black woman. <laughs> I mean, Rashida, listen. Kenya. You don't. She's just Kenya, Rashida, Rashida, you don't even got a black mom. So let's start there. You could never know the black female experience. Um, if I got to ask, then it's a no. If I got to ask, what do you mean? Maynard, if I got to ask if you black, it's a no. Yeah, we can't tell because you straighten your hair that day. We can't. We can't even. We can't even walk the same walk. I promise. Um, oh, I wanted to uh, let everyone know uh, we're going on a two week hiatus mid season. Uh, <laughs> we didn't do one last year. Last season. We just went. We just kept going because we were. Gang, our gang. recording schedule had gotten like we've gotten Crazy. so ahead of the game. But we ain't ahead of the game right now. So we're going to be taking a two-week uh, mental health break. I don't know why I call them that, but it kind of is because I have to edit this shit and go through and make sure everything's good and then take out the shit where we're talking like real real saucy um, and all that stuff and make it sound good. So <laughs> it's a lot on me, like, you know, producing this, editing it, hosting it. So I just want to get like, you know, some time away so I can come back fresh for the second half of season six. Um, also, if you guys don't follow us on the Twitter, uh, we were actually looking for the pilot, the pilot pilot, not the pilot, but the pilot pilot before they casted Persia and Jill. Yeah, the, the true girlfriend fans know that the girlfriends that we ended up with are four women who we love were not the original four women. They were not. They were not. OK, it was, of course, you know, Tracy was going to be there. Diana Ross's daughter. If you don't like it, that's your business. So her <laughs> her spot wasn't going anywhere. And then we had um, we had Golden Brooks. Golden Brooks Golden. was there, too. Golden Brooks. Well, we had, so we had Golden and, and Tracy. And that was it. That's the only original from the first bunch. That's all we had. And then we had two other ladies one was a white lady and people be like oh, somebody said she jamaican she have jamaican nah baby <laughs> she no. could be but she don't look it no you can't not see her. that on her Mm-mm. Mm-mm. she is white not a i'm half, sorry if she, I, I know she ain't listening <laughs> but you look white so you're white i'm sorry yeah so we had her and then some other girl playing tony so um i want to see that pilot they did shoot the pilot someone said told me they saw it before i think they lying but the streets is saying that the pilot is the same. That it's just with. I don't give a fuck if it's the same. I want to see it the way these girls delivered lines. I want to see if it how it's different from Persia and Jill. So if you can find that for us, whoever can find it and bring it to our attention, you can come on our show and we're going to do a bonus episode where we talk about it. That so. would be fantastic. If y'all got the plug, 
if y'all can go into the archives, I don't know who who you gotta um if you gotta sneak into Kelsey Grammer's house or <laughs> whoever. Okay, we won't tell. Sneak into Mara's house. I don't know, but I want to see that damn pilot. We never reveal our sources over here on ho- Oh Hell Yes. If y'all can get it, bring it to our attention. You can come on the show and speak with us about it and have a little fun uh, bonus episode. Yes, please. The power of podcasting. That would be amazing. We're just putting it out into the universe. So yeah, please find that for us, guys. Uh, we would love to see it. <laughs> but now we are going to start with sleeping dogs and get into this episode it was pretty good i liked it it was it was nice yeah. seeing darnell he wasn't as angry i don't know if the um he if they told him to calm angry. down but he did yell some lines there was some yelling he yelled it but for him i think it was an improvement you know we got to start somewhere <laughs> uh i guess uh we'll see so go ahead and give us that cold open so Darnell and Maya, they in the car or whatever. And they, they ride the in. They ride, we ride slow. slow. Hey. <laughs> they in the car. And Darnell got a stank face on. Why? Because he's going to hang out with Maya's friends today. We all know who Maya's friends are. Joan and them. Joan and them. She got so Joan and them. Like, he got peanut in them. Right. So he's like, oh, my God, why we got to hang out with your friends? And she's like, well, I'm tired of hanging out with you and your friends. And then she's like, well, you don't know. You might like them. You don't even know them and you don't like them. And he's like, well, let me go down the list. Joan is the quirky, neurotic, terminally single one. Tony is the self-centered narcissist, social climber. Lynn, she's the free-loving, free-spirited, forever mooching, friend with the heart of gold. Should I keep going? Well, first off, he's spot on. Um, but he's hung around these girls before. Absolutely. Them. This isn't like the first time he's meeting these girls. He's been around them. They, mm-hmm. I mean, Joan was at, a, at his wedding, at his mm-hmm. second wedding. And the first one. Actually, they were all at the first one. So he knows these girls. He's picked Jabarbara up from Joan's house. Yes, that's right. He has many times. So yeah, he knows Jabarbara. You know, he knows them. So. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of times there's just it's a it's funny right i guess kenya didn't know or whoever was supervising this <laughs> didn't know that there's a history but yeah so that's really the end of that scene and then we head over to them at joan's house and then we get this amazing conversation like they talk about so much and they go in well, on each other well this is um the cold open so all we know now is that joan's party is actually a game night mm-hmm. and darnell's like if she brings out the Jenga, I'm a bounce. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, you gonna leave during Jenga? Who leaves during Jenga? Nobody leaves during Jenga. That's when He's the party, party starts. Pooper. That's how you know he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, Joan brings out the Yahtzee, which is way worse than Jenga. Way worse. And uh, he's about to leave, and Maya reminds him, "Nope, you didn't say nothing about Yahtzee." Mm. And we get we get into the. Uh, the main part of the show. Still at the game night. Um, Joan's having a great time playing Yahtzee, but nobody else is. What other games do you think they should have besides Yahtzee and Balderdash? Jesus. Besides Jenga, we talked about that. Well, if they want to get physical, they can do Twister. You know, that's an oldie but goodie. It is. Do 30-somethings want to... Oh, you wouldn't know because you're not a 30-something. But let me tell you, as a 30-something, I don't know if we're down to kind of twist and turn on the ground. We got to I mean, stretch a little bit. It's a, it's a good exercise game night, right? Get them moves, them joints moving. I think that's a good one, Twister. Um, then we have, of course, we got Monopoly. Um, Monopoly, anybody trying to do math and shit. Y'all don't like Monopoly? Girl, you ain't. Maybe it's different from like, I'm in my 30s. She's in her 20s. So we have different ideas of games. Go ahead. Keep going. Name some. I'll name name mine. Uh, Of course, the oldie but goodie, the classic, the Uno. You know, people be be cheating with that game because they make up their own rules, especially when you play with black people. But there's that. Um, What else? What other games do we have? I mean, I think I probably got most of them. 
Right. Okay. What's the one where you trying to look for the words? Trying to what? Where you got to make words out of it? What is that? Well, you got to make the words Pictionary? out of Pictionary? No. Oh, Pictionary is lit, but no. That is not what I'm talking about. Scrabble. Yes. That. <laughs> Man, the more you drink, the harder it is because you can't think right. So what you need... <laughs> Let me tell you what you get. You get a deck of cards. That's always general, like, we can make up a bunch of games with a deck of cards. You can play Never Have I Ever. You can play Bullshit. Well, Never Have I Ever with your hands, but you can play uh, Spades. So deck of cards is a must. Of course, Jenga, but you want the big Jenga because it's, you yes. know, that way you're not sitting there with your, like, thumbs and pinkies trying to get the thing. It's really difficult when you got fat fingers and bad nerves. Um, and then Cards Against Humanity is a good one as well. Um, you ever played that? No. Oh, girl. You've never played Cards Against Humanity? No. Am I missing oh, out? Oh, girl. The, the day you play it, you will never want to stop playing it. Mm. So, I don't know if it was out during this time, but that would have been good. Actually, a deck of cards could have been great, but whatever. Joan moves on to Balderdash. Uh, Darnell says, speaking of Dash, I'm out. <laughs> and he's like, listen, I know I said for, for better or for worse, but damn. Now he right. says it loud. He says it loud. So him and Maya start kind of arguing in the kitchen. And Lynn tries to manipulate the situation. She's like, oh, y'all need to talk. We can put these games away. <laughs> you know? Because she doesn't want to play okay. either. Maya's like, nah, let's just play. And Tony's like, no, no, no. I could not forgive myself if we were playing games while my good friends Maya and Jaboom Boom's dad are having problems. Mm. there's some really good jokes in the scene i don't know if kenya wrote them or what but i've never watched anything that kenya barris has done i'm lying i watched you people nah blackish is good it is yeah sometimes it's, it'd be you know it'd be kind of catered to the whites here and there with yeah some of those I, topics, I always think of blackish but... as blackish you know like it's not fully <laughs> black because it can't go you there <laughs> like it's like it's like white black funny you know so it's safe for whites that's why it's called black ish um you put the fully black shows on hbo or bet or something like that but you put the black ish shows on abc nbc whatever yeah there's definitely been a few a few episodes where i'm like y'all tried it this is not yeah an accurate representation of what y'all was trying to cover but i i get it you know you're on network TV, per. That's why black shows, I don't think they should be on network TV. Like, we got to be able to throw in a nigga somewhere. <laughs> we can't do that. But what if you don't want to have this one of the special channels? What do you mean? Like, okay, so like, network TV, that's number two, four, whatever, whatever, right? Everybody has those channels, right? What if, considering when um, Blackish debuted, as well as when Girlfriends came about, right? That was all network TV. What if you didn't want to pay for them extra channels? You can't watch black stuff. You have to watch the white black stuff. Like, like HBO and this and that. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess you got to watch Abbott Elementary instead of Insecure. Ah! <laughs> oh, <sighs> Lord. Man. But back to the episode. William tells her to put this shit away. Because this is boring. Instead, they start talking about relationship stuff. And Maya's like, Darnell don't even want to be here. And he, he screams. I ain't the only one. <laughs> Why you got to put me on blast? He screams loud. Yeah, it was loud. ferociously. For I was sure. like, bro, is that in the script that he's supposed to say it like that? Because I bet his voice be mad hoarse. But Jeez. I don't know why he interprets that character that way. Because he knows how to act differently. That's not how he was acting in Juice. Like, I think that's what they told him. They told him probably that this character is like tough guy, um, alpha male, and he interpreted it that way. And they're like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> like, that's how, yeah, sure yell because that's what alpha males do so why the um did was flex yelling flex wasn't he was yelling. not so he why they told not. khalil then they tell him the same thing they pay him the same character that's a good point but i think they probably were like season two they were like you know what we got to punch this up a little bit this this darnell character season one he was a little too soft you know 
So we got to punch it up for ratings. So we need you to come in and be a little more like drill sergeant. Like sister soldier. Like what? what is going on? Yeah. It's, uh, I guess, man. But he screams. There's a few things he screams. He's just. It's giving 70s. <laughs> you Fox said that every Brown. time. That's what, that's what it's giving. Because that's. That's what it is. It's the perfect description. I don't watch that stuff, so I wouldn't know, but I take your word is, for it. It's very much that. I'm going to get you, sucker. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot, man. Um, but William starts to take Darnell's side and says, Oprah got the girls brainwashed every day at three o'clock. And Lynn's like, how you know it? Come on at three. Oh. And William's like, uh, and Darnell jumps in and says, oh, because to defeat the enemy, you must study the enemy. And Maya's like, oh, we the enemy. We the enemy, huh? Oh, okay. So now we're the enemy. I bet we're not the enemy when we're raising your kids. I bet we're not the enemy when we're cooking your dinner. I bet we're not the enemy when we're hooking you up a little something, something. Oh, that's three for three. <laughs> he tried to jump in with something. She's like, uh-uh, nope. Mm. By the way, I'm loving Tony's cream-colored sweater in this scene. They are really giving her all the good clothes. They are I don't not know playing who was around. in charge of wardrobe, but they just said, "Okay, Tony is first priority." Yeah. Other girls, y'all, y'all get it. We all get it. But yeah, when we done with her, whatever time we got left over, we'll, we'll fuck with y'all hair and stuff. But she gets the hair, the hair, the mm-hmm. outfits, the makeup is perfect this season mm-hmm. so far. Every episode, mm-hmm. and it's like the rest of the girls. It's like it looked kind of almost like they. They half done. <laughs> you know, I don't know if they look half done or if the fact that you, you know, when you can tell someone put time and effort into something. So when they put it next to something else that was also thought of, but not as meticulously, it's like, oh, I could see the difference. Mm. That's what it's given because they, they okay. all do look great throughout this episode and throughout the season. But I don't know. They was just matching Tony's color palette and then the hair, like every Every episode, they had a vision for her. That's uh-huh. what and it is. Every scene in this, uh, every outfit change in this episode, we're going to go through because I have it in my notes every time something comes up because I have to mention it. But every scene is like, damn. Mm-hmm. They gave. They, they gave. really did. I don't know what it is, but sure, I'll take it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. William says, why do women always use sex to get their way? And Tony's like, because it works. And I love how Lynn says, the reason you guys are afraid of watching Oprah and talking is because you're afraid of your own emotions. And William says, nah, we're afraid of your emotions. They're like, okay, that's a good one. I'll go on. <laughs> so they start okay. doing this thing where whoever has the best points gets a point. Uh, men versus women. So mm-hmm. it's even right now. Darnell says, uh, y'all get caught up in, so caught up in your emotions, you lose your damn minds. And Maya goes, oh, hell nah. And she's like, I mean... Uh, not really. He goes, there we go. There's a point for my overly <laughs> emotional wife. Oh, um, that's your wife now? I mean, they've been married. I guess. They've just been living I across from up. each other. <laughs> that's it. From each other. They still legally married. They just don't live together. <laughs> mm. And then William said this line that kind of triggered me a bit. Maybe it didn't trigger you, but he says, Women always use sex as a weapon. And I'm like, and men don't? We have to create new laws because men use sex as a weapon so much. Mm-hmm. Mm. They, they use it to harm, though. That's what weapons do. And the language isn't even right because weapons harm. So that means women mm-hmm. don't use sex as a weapon. Right. Men yeah. use sex as a weapon. A lot of yeah. times they get arrested for it. I know, guys, not all men, not all men. So don't, if you're listening to this next to your boys, next to your niggas, which you shouldn't be, don't listen to this podcast around your niggas. Listen to that shit. Let's start a fucking conversation. Fuck that. I don't want to get nobody in trouble. Listen, one of my pastimes is just pulling up controversial shit and seeing how a nigga gonna react. Just, and don't even say anything. Just be like, (laughs) hmm, that's an interesting take. See what he says. That's a, that, <laughs> just just throw a grenade in the room and just run away, walk away, and just and just dip. That's my toxic trait. <laughs> That's like uh, you seen um, Mean Girls, of course, where Regina George get all those sheets with everybody's burn book names uh-huh. in it, and she just uh-huh. goes into the hallway, drops it, and walks away. All the tea, 
and then just walks it and walks from away far away <laughs> at yep. the chaos so jonah mentions that she's forced to date outside her age bracket because men under 40 are not emotionally mature that's bleak nah joan you just dating a grandpa <laughs> i mean is she right though like men under 40 i don't know i, I, I don't I, even I, think no, there's an age because there's 60-year-olds that's not emotionally mature. There's 70-year-olds. There's however old Jones nigga is. I don't even know. Um, 72. Not... God damn. Uh, <laughs> that's older than my dad. That's older than my dad, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. Look, it might be older than dating... some of y'all grandparents, chill. Might be. I don't might, know. I, yeah. So, mm. it's crazy. I don't know. So Tony's like, you know, making fun of her for dating the old dude. And she has to go leave the room to check on Morgan. She brought Morgan to this party, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I um, mean, where else she going to take her? Yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> like, either point. you don't go to the party or you bring the kid with you. Exactly. So Darnell mentions that she should try to date outside her zip code. Mm-mm. Insinuating that she only tries to date bougie niggas, which is like, OK, yeah. Are you going to date no scrubs? Do you know what this line reminds me of? Remember a few weeks ago where people were going off about that woman who says she don't like to date uh, bus oh, drivers? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the whole dusty nigga Twitter. DJ Envy was like, That's, you ain't even a bus driver. Who you sticking up for? That's what I... Who you sticking up for? And also, DJ Envy, you've been embarrassing your wife for years. I don't even know if this goes goes saying, but he been embarrassing his wife for decades. What, he's sleeping around? Publicly. Yeah! Remember, and he was fucking Erica Mena, and that was a big thing that was known. Oh, I don't call him like that, so. Girl. Baby, somebody had put it in the the comments, and then I I did a quick Google, you know, quick Google search. Bitch, it's true. It's true. The fuck? So, baby, if I was her and... She, see, that's why when you go on these shows, you got to come strapped. You see what I'm saying? In case some shit go left, you got to come with the with the heat in case a she nigga try She should have threw that in. She should have threw that. Yeah. On some, in there wh- just... wh- where was this moral compass when you was fucking loving hip hop bitches? Where was that? <laughs> where was it? He'll be like, it don't got nothing to do with that. That First off, you don't know what you're talking about because we're talking about something different, but you're going you gonna to go there? Okay. So that's how you know you lose an argument. That, you know, men will switch it. They'll flip it. Child, you got all of this shit. Talk about me dating Buster Rivers, da 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 And all of that was just because her nigga was white and it was a whole thing. It's just like, these guys, they're so upset. They're so angry and bitter. It's really exhausting. But that's what this reminded me of. Like, why y'all upset that... She wants a man who is financially on her level because blue collar men give such great examples. Darnell, didn't you leave your current fiance for your ex-wife just to not even really make up with your ex-wife? Y'all niggas living across the street from each other. It's just from a mess to a mess to another mess. You're saying that Joan should give blue-collar men a chance because they're so much better, right? And that's the reason why it doesn't work out. So if mm-hmm. you're a blue-collar man, it seems like there's more mess over there. <laughs> Jumping from bitch to bitch to bitch to bitch to bitch to bitch to bitch without the shit even... Yeah. I, I-, I bet you this. If you were a blue-collar man, you would afford to all be able to live together and Ooh. move into a better neighborhood. Ooh. <laughs> If you are a white color man. Is that an ether beat? Should we drop? <laughs> Somebody commented on Twitter the other day said we should bring back the ether beat. She's like, when we dropped the ether beat. Really? We, haven't, we ain't done it in a long time. I, so. Yeah, you could buy the house that so all y'all can live in it together. Instead of just. See, that's another thing. Like, you don't want. Like, if Joan dated a blue collar guy. And he was just mooching off her because she she had to pay for everything and she had to buy everything. That's a that's like having a child. That's like having another mouth to feed in that way, because he can't amount to the stuff you can. So we all want to go on trips and shit like she can pay for the trip, but you can't pay for your part or you know what I mean? It's just not it's not going to be equal. 
Mm-hmm. It's a compatibility issue at the end of the day. I think that men get so sensitive about it because it's something where they're expected to have, which boo-hoo, my nigga, and the fuck. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's a compatibility issue because if you are a woman like Joan, for example, right? People always want to say she's bougie, she's this, she's that. That's what she's into. Joan is a winery, vacation, five-star resort type of bitch. So why would she fuck with a nigga whose fancy night out is going to Red Lobster? I don't... don't, It's not going to work out. They have different interests. It's it's, It's it's, not going to work. It's not. It's like me being really into R&B and someone else being really into, I don't know, heavy metal. And then I'm trying to take him to concerts. It's not going to work. Stop trying to force it. Ponytails, relationships, don't force it. (laughs) (laughs) You said ponytails? I I wanted to let that. Hold on. Yeah, I'm trying to force some shit that's supposed to happen naturally. I'm, I'm, if people just fuck with who they supposed to fuck with and vibe with who they vibe with, then it would be a better world. Like, and leave people alone. Jeez. (laughs) Let them date who they want to date. Jeez. So Tony comes, Tony hears this conversation about blue collar versus white collar. And she says, I have been summoned. She runs back into the room and she's, she, She gives her piece on it. Because she's like, this is my topic. Let me cook. Don't let me feel that one. <laughs> Don't apologize. First of all, a girl can only eat so many value meals before they lose their value. Okay. <laughs> and you guys know, ain't nothing wrong with wanting a man with his name on a business card instead of his shirt. Kind of outdated, Tony. Anybody could get a business card. A little bit, but during this time, it works considering it works also like high-paying athletes have their name on their shirts too yeah but y'all know that's not what she's talking about those are entertainers like that's not what she's talking about y'all know what she's talking about (laughs) i mean some doctors have their names on their shirts too i think she meant the first name (laughs) okay not the last one okay okay (laughs) <laughs> um, but but Darnell fires back with at least my name is on my marriage certificate. I'm like, oh. so was hers. I mean, her husband's name was on the marriage certificate at one point too. Right. What's you trying to say? He, and why he, he said it's so sassy? He did like his hand like a sassy man apocalypse. I'm telling you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um, he was trying to say, well, at least. Um, Maya has a husband and she has a complete family when you don't. You have just your baby and you and your nigga not together. But wasn't that Maya's situation like five minutes ago? That was literally five minutes ago. Like, (laughs) he's like, what's up, Morgan? Where's your daddy? And even Maya leans in and puts her hand to her ear. I'm like, Maya. I'm like, Maya, let's let's not do that. Don't do that. Let's not do do that. that. Honestly... There's no reason Darnell should even know that situation. That's what I was thinking. I was like, these bitches, they going around telling these niggas everything. They will tell these niggas the world. Okay. (laughs) You can't, when it comes to these, a lot of you hoes need to learn girl code. You really do. Because I don't understand why. Someone is telling you something that is a close friend. And that means that you're going to tell that nigga, that you with what I told you after y'all finish fucking. Cause that's exactly what the hell that was. <laughs> Yo, if you if you telling your nigga my business, we ain't friends no more. And he, he slipped when we around and he tells me that shit, like he lets me know that you told. I can't tell you nothing. We can't and ever then, he's so comfortable saying that shit, but you ain't even tell that nigga to shut his fucking mouth. Yeah, no Act like you, you don't go, know. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Darnell. You ain't yeah. say no shit like that. You joined in with the situation. Excuse Maya. me? After I kept your secret from when you was cheating on this same nigga? Ooh. We can go back and forth, baby. Let's 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 get into it. Cause the baby's sleeping. Let's get into it. That's the tea <laughs> right there. Whew. Girl. 
we be cooking sometimes. Me, you be we be we be out here just with pots on the on the stove, <laughs> just just boiling, smelling good, chefing it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that surprised me. I was like, hold up, how you know about what? Child. Yeah, okay. Mm. So John goes back to her point, saying uh, she'd be happy with a blue collar man if she met one. And Darnell said, "We'll just drive south of the ten. Whatever that means. That's L.A. talk. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that just means go towards the ghetto. Go I guess in, in New York, that's like what? Go to Brownsville or? Oh, you in you in Brooklyn? I'm in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. And if you in Manhattan, well, go go up to to the Bronx or something. To the Bronx or something. <laughs> the Bronx. <laughs> Actually, yeah, ain't nowhere in Manhattan, but uptown Harlem. Oh, yeah. east side, East Harlem, East Harlem. Go to mm-hmm. East Harlem. Look for some niggas in blue collar. <laughs> <laughs> if you're really trying to date a blue I mean, collar nigga, if you really want a a, a a rugged nigga, yeah, you'll find that's it. the type of shit where I'm like saying it out of my mouth makes me go, you know what? Actually, no, I don't think I'd want to. Uh, <laughs> that might be a little dangerous. Uh, Maya Maya says Compton later on in the episode, right? She does. I'm oh like, no, girl. bitch, bitch. Uh, you know, hanging out with him, somebody try to get back at him for something he did, and you catch a bullet. You catch one of his stray bullets. You know a neighborhood is bad when niggas that's not even from that area, that's from that state, know that neighborhood. That's how infamous that place is. Yeah. <laughs> that used to be Harlem. Yeah. That used to be Harlem like 15 years ago or some shit. Yeah. Not a motor because all the white people done came here, so it's all right. Yeah, they got a Whole Foods and shit, so come <laughs> through, you know, foods. walk around. Probably about Starbucks. to get a Trader Joe's and shit. Like, it's about to get real white. So, um... That's when you know. When you get a Whole Foods, it's like, oh, it ain't go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't go. Mm-hmm. So Overpriced. Um, Tony comes back in the room and says, uh, well, you know where Morgan's daddy is? He's putting on his white collar. Mm. <laughs> and that's game, baby. Yeah, he's putting Period. on his white collar around his, uh, his uh, girl, Natalie. Around his new bitch. I don't know. Actually, he said he moved back, so. We don't even know where he is. He's supposed to be in L.A. He could be watching the baby. What are you doing? Probably working. And that's that's the shit that he was trying to come for Tony about in the courts. But, hmm, per You don't even got time to watch your own kid because you're uh-huh. working so much. Uh-huh. So what now? Maya and, Dar- and Darnell are driving back from game night. And they're laughing. He's He's admitting that he actually had a good time at this game night. So that happened. And uh, he's like... You still want to use sex as a weapon? And Maya says, boy, I'm armed and dangerous. Mm. And move on to Skia. So Maya's trying to make Joan look a little more sexy at Skia so she can pick up some uh, some niggas. And she opens up her blouse a little bit. And she's like, remember when um you said you wanted Darnell to fix you up with one of his friends? Mm-hmm. And she's like, nah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you said you want to date a blue collar guy. She's like, nah, no, I ain't say that. Well, she ain't she- say that, though. <laughs> she never said that. She never said so, that shit. Uh, he's like, she's like, I got a guy for you, actually. One of Darnell's friends. Oh. He's from Compton. <laughs> oh. And not every man can work a pressing curl. And I was like, listen, uh-huh. if I don't, have I ever been on blind date? I've been on one blind date. If somebody was like, yo, this nigga got a pressing curl, is that all right with you? Nah. Nah. <laughs> uh, that's giving I, me... Maybe he uh, facilitates prostitution, or I don't. Okay. I mean, it's it's pimps usually have that. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess. I was thinking like, if you got a press and curl, you're probably old. You're probably like Ooh. Al Sharpton type or something. Possibly. Possibly. That's what I was thinking. All so, I can yeah. think about were them niggas who who used to walk around with them colorful suits with the press and curls. You know who I'm talking about. You have that vision, right? I don't know if I've ever seen one in real life, though. I have seen them in movies with press and curls, yes. But in real life, I don't know. I don't know about that lifestyle. Oh, yeah, I don't know in real life, but that's just the image that comes up for me. And it's like, why would you set her up with somebody like that, Maya? <laughs> Does Darnell? With a press and curl? Fuck like... with a press and curl? Like, bitch, you're not even attracted to that shit. So why the fuck would you set me yeah, up with some dumb shit like I that? a nigga with, with better edges than me. Okay. <laughs> Straighter edges than me. <laughs> we both in the chair together. Like we had, we <laughs> we both going to the hair place getting a getting a touch up together. <laughs> oh, baby, where are you going to my hair appointment? Oh, me too. Okay. 
Mr. Sassy. Like, the fuck? Oh, my God. So, Joan agrees to this shit. And Maya had the date, like, set up for right now. This nigga's about to walk in right now. And who is this nigga played by? The one and only Cat Williams. Let's give a round of applause for Cat Williams. Because he's funny. Y'all don't think Cat's oh. funny? Oh, you think he's funny? He he had his moments. We don't think he's funny. We? Uh, <laughs> you might. Uh, <laughs> listen, I respect the guy. He's a comedian. He's a black comedian. And I will always think that black comedians deserve their shine. You know what? A lot of his but. sound bites end up on on songs. Like, that's how his profile was raised for me. Like, a lot of his sound bites from his stand-up, they always end up on somebody's interlude or some shit on some rapper's interlude. And I'm like, why? Yeah. I don't know. He's uh, the kind of comedian where he'll... Um make a face or say something in a weird voice like this. <laughs> and that's the joke. The joke is how he says it. The joke oh isn't God. the joke. It's the And that's why I'm like, I'm not really, that's not my kind of comedian, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but you that down people, people love it. So okay. I'm going to respect that and say, you know what? Do your thing, brother. Not for me, but do your thing. <laughs> Anywho, he walks in real slow, gets all up in Joan's face, and she's like, he's like, hey, Joan. He sits down at the table. He don't say nothing. He just starts playing with his fork, and the audience is going berserk. Uh-huh. He hasn't said anything. He's just playing with his fork and spoon. I'm just like, yo, this is the Cat Williams effect. that He don't got to say nothing. The, and also, what year was this? He might have been having like a... a oh, five. A pop- he might have been like popular during this time. I don't know what was out. Yeah, what I can imagine in. so. But yeah, yeah but that's another thing. It's like he's not saying anything. Why are y'all laughing? I don't know. He wasn't even doing. He, there was like a part where he's looking in the spoon and fixing his hair, and they are like they can't keep it together. I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, they they probably had the signs up, the cue cards. I don't know. It didn't. It seemed organic. It didn't seem like they were looking at, at like, oh, it says to laugh here. You know, it seemed. Oh, really it wasn't natural. like uniformed. It yeah, was a it few. was like here and there ish, kind of like you know. But that that perm, I mean, shit, can't hate. Got the ends yeah. trimmed. It's looking thick, straight, it's bone straight. Mm-hmm. I don't know what when men have it out like that. Like he ain't finna braid it up or nothing. It's just gonna be out. Like he's a white surfer dude or something. Yeah, it's like. And with the press and curl, do you avoid water like women do? Like, what do you? Oh shit! That's like, a good do question. you not? Hey, press and curls. Press and curl. Press and curl. Twitter. <laughs> oh, seven, seven. I don't like, know how I work with y'all. Like, do y'all? What happens? Like, do y'all jump in the pool? Because we don't jump in the pool. Do they wrap their hair up when they go to the the gym like women do? <laughs> or. I don't know, uh, because that shit, it, it it goes, you can't really get it moist and humid and without doing something to prep. So I'm, sense. I'm, I'm just trying to see if the niggas are wrapping their hair. You know what's crazy? One of the benefits to being a man is you don't got to worry about shit like that. Yeah. So the fact that you would go and get your hair done like that yeah. makes me go. So you took away a privilege that you had. So you can have a cute uh, bob. It's, it's, it's like, giving sassy, for sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Ricky's there. His name is Ricky. This is who Cat Williams is playing. Joan tries to start up a conversation with them. You work with computers, huh? Yeah. So, what do you do exactly? Well, you know, as a computer guy, I mostly... Work on computers. She's what like, that mean? Hacking into computers, nigga? What do you do? He's not giving her much. He's not talking back, really. He's giving one-word answers. He's not mm-hmm. fully starting a conversation. And uh, she's like, okay. He's like, so you run a restaurant, huh? She's like, yeah. He's like, what does that entail? She's like, well, as a restaurateur, I mostly 
work with the restaurant. And he's like, right, right. Makes sense. Uh Uh-huh. I've been on dates like this. I've met guys like this. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I I tend to go after the bougie niggas myself because I'm (laughs) I'm an intellectual. And um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do get made fun of for that. Um, I do get the the Joan treatment. Like, you should give these other guys a chance and blah, blah. So I have. Mm -hmm. And it turns out like this. You can't keep a conversation going. There's things they don't know. You can't go deep into certain conversations because there's words and things they don't know. Mm-hmm. Situations, Terrible. environments they're not familiar or with. News, certain news points yeah. they don't know because they don't read or something like that. So <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what Joan's going through. I know. What about you, Etsy? That's funny. I have. And what, you know, you know what is the the redeeming quality is that any man can really be this dumb, but at least with a dumb nigga that got some bread, you, <laughs> you don't bread have is to, important. You, you don't have to sacrifice you lowering your standards in that way for that time. Right. At the very least, you had a decent experience where you went somewhere that was on par to where you usually go to. You didn't have to go to what did Maya say? No. What did Tony say? Value meal, wherever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You didn't have to eat a value meal or go to like a a value meal-esque place. You know, you still kept and stuck to your guns and if whatever whatever happens or whatever whatever happens you get a free meal out of it yeah not even a free meal you don't have to lower your experience what's worse is let's say you dealing with a nigga who's ugly right (laughs) and he dog you out right but it's like if you would have dealt with someone who you was attracted to and he also dogged you out at the very least, you got to fuck a fine nigga as opposed to fucking with a nigga you got to put a bag over. You know what I'm saying? You, you get what I'm saying? Do you get it? It's like... I get that instance, but how does it relate to this one? Well, it's the same thing regarding standards. Your standards are usually this. So what what exactly did you get out of it? Zero for So zero. at least in this situation, Joan is getting skia out of it. No, I don't even think so. I even think that's kind of because, yeah, she's there for lunch with the girls just randomly. I don't think she'd go there for like a cute first date. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a trash situation altogether. No, because she got the tea. So it wasn't trash. Oh, shit. You're right. You're right. She She got got, the tea. She got something out of it. So, yeah. (laughs) Etsy came through with all that shit. (laughs) Like, what's really good? So speaking of the tea, you know, Ricky's talking about how he's known Darnell since high school. They've had some wild and crazy times. Joan's like, do tell, do tell. So um, he starts spilling a tea like he's one of the girls. Like, ooh, niggas don't do this, right? If you're going to be a sassy nigga, at least spill the tea. Okay? <laughs> what's, what's, what's good? It's, uh, whew, he starts spilling a tea like, like he is literally one of the girls. And Maya, he's like, well, first off, Maya wasn't even on his first team. She wasn't on his A team. And Joan acting like she don't know what that means. I don't know if she don't know what it means. But, I mean, first team and A team are pretty explanatory. Like, yeah, I miss like, what that means. Joan, you're a fucking lawyer. Well, you was a lawyer. You get context clues and all this other shit. Let's not. Yeah. But continue. Come on now. <laughs> So then we get a time jump and Joan and Ricky got their food. They're having a, a good time. Ricky spilling more tea. He gives some information about something that happened to 90, uh, from 99 to 2000 or some shit. And then he goes, but that's not as crazy as the time that, oh, never mind. I can't say that. That's my boy. I can't, can't talk about that. Joan's like, what? Go ahead. Tell me. And he, um, he kind of pushes his food away and leans, leans closer to Joan and says, well, I could tell you if the connection I'm feeling is really being felt. And of course, Joan's like, oh, yeah, there's a connection. She just wants the tea. She doesn't give a fuck. And the way she said it, too. She's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and he kind of puts his hair. He puts his hair behind his ear really seductively. I'm like, hold up. What, what Ricky on? What type of time Ricky on? For real, though. Ricky. Ricky, what's wrong? You different. You got something you want to tell me? <laughs> you Tap in, Ricky. <laughs> tap in. Because I'm like, do straight men put their hair behind their ear like this? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. The, the boys, they're in the soft girl era. 
So uh, soft girl era, straight men, <laughs> soft life, soft life era, oh, soft life, soft, soft life. life. life That's era. a new one. Like put me onto the the soft girl. What that is? <laughs> um. So Jones tells him, "Yeah, you can trust me." And then we get a flash forward to her house. She's on the phone. She calling Tony about some tea she got on Darnell, but Tony don't care about all that shit. She's like, I don't care. She looks amazing once again in this small scene. For that split second. I was it's like, just no! a, It's we such a small more. scene. And she's just like, oh my, like, it's like breathtaking. I don't know what to. Ate that shit up. Ate it. Seven plus one because she ate. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Niecy Smith for putting me on to that one. Yeah, girl. I, I used it. I told you I would. <laughs> Let Niecy putting you on to what the kids are saying, child. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So she instead calls Lynn. And then Lynn tells Maya. And she calls Maya talking about some. I'm going to tell you some Bar- something about Darnell, but don't tell Darnell. I'm like, this is worse than you telling Darnell. Like, telling his wife. That and if Maya can't even keep Tony's business to herself, yeah. you think she Maya. could use her discretion and see like, oh, well, yeah, of course I'm not going to tell him. Girl, she going to tell him. Just tell that girl in peace and just tell her, listen, if you're going to tell this nigga, um, you don't know where you got it from. Okay. Yeah. You ain't no, get it I from mean, me. It doesn't even matter. You're telling Maya. That's the one person you shouldn't tell if you're not going to tell. Don't say don't tell Darnell, because it don't matter. But anyway, Maya jumps up and confronts Darnell for sleeping with some nasty-ass stripper the night before he got back with her. This is the night before his wedding to Lena, during his bachelor party. I'm like, first thing I thought was, um, but he ain't know he was going to get back with you. Yeah, but so. what she's saying is, you were about to get married to someone yeah. else. It is a bad resume so on your, it's your like, man card. That's- questioning your character so who did you fuck the night before we got married nigga that's what she's really trying to say oh shit he's like who how you got this information she's like that don't matter he's like well you know what tell ricky's punk ass i said what's up and she said at 11 14 you went into the back room with chardonnay and you didn't even come out until 11 53 damn ricky was timing that shit these niggas is real. You know why Ricky was timing it. We already got theories about Ricky. Real messy. He got a he crush on Darnell or something. He was like, why are you in the room for like 30, for, for 40, 40 minutes? minutes. What, what you doing in there with Chardonnay? What, what happened? And then he went and told Joan that he it was 11.14 to 11.50. He clocked it. He looked Damn. at his watch. Damn. Somebody jealous. I don't know. Mm. Between that and the hand behind the air. And <laughs> um, sometimes. <laughs> so Maya said, I need to know what kind of man I'm with because it speaks volume about his character. I get it. He says, oh, what does it say about your character that you don't even trust your own husband? Child, you don't stop. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? They will say, oh, well, you don't trust me? Nigga, your friend who was there told me this. The nigga just got it from the sky? What happened? Why? Yeah, I'll be like, why Ricky lying on you though? What? You, why Ricky lying on you? We do find out he was in the room with the girl. Because Ricky, Ricky assumed that they was fucking, which mm-hmm. in the real life they would have fucked, girl. But this is TV land. And he's like, yo, I was talking about you. I'm like, how? How? Who gonna prove that? Like, <laughs> call the stripper up. I don't know how the hell you gonna prove that shit. <laughs> the stripper ain't gonna tell the truth. Come on now. <laughs> unless be like, unless yeah. Darnell calls and put her on speaker. You can't even prove that. Like, There's no he's way trying to, to turn it. it into a sweet and moment. You just gotta trust just him. Like, you gotta trust your husband. That's all you gotta do. Oh, oh. Like they said. So next, Darnell goes to the J spot to see William because he's fixing William's car. Darnell says, I'm gonna hook you up because you're my boy. And we see a little bromance happening between William and Darnell. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Darnell never like did the whole like, Maya, why you be hanging out with this dude all the time? Why you got a male friend? You know how niggas be because i think he knows that william is in her type and that's why i think none of the none of the um girls boyfriends even have ever been that way about william they're cool with william being around none of mm-hmm. them have, have questioned it but uh william says i heard about your situation with maya i think it's pretty messed up what ricky did thanks dog what i'm your dog <laughs> i'm 
You're my dog, too. <laughs> William just wants a guy friend. He doesn't have any. He's tired of hanging out with these girls. That's why he's trying to be all up on Darnell. Uh-huh. And so William's like, just tell me what happened. And Darnell says nothing happened. And William uh-huh. encourages him to talk to Maya. Now, I would say, okay, well, if he's talking to William about it, and he's telling William, because William said what happens at the bachelor party stays at the bachelor party, right? Uh-huh. So you would think he's telling the truth. Uh-huh. But also... He knows that William is friends with Maya, so mm-hmm. he can't. If it, if he really did fuck this stripper, it would not be in his best interest to tell William. Nope. And, so, and at the very least, if William don't tell Maya, he gonna tell Joan, and Joan gonna tell Maya. So, mm, yeah. So he can still be lying. Mm-hmm. So Maya's at skiing with Tony, and she got the stripper's number. She about to call her. She think about it. How the fuck did she get the stripper's number? Some reason she knows the strippers. I don't know, but it's you know it's the hood. They probably went to school together and shit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so this is when I was like, I have in my notes. Did you see Miss Tony fucking Childs with this number on? Oh. She got the eyeshadow, fantastic. The hair, the lip, everything. The hair is just fluttering. It's it's fluttering. It's luscious. It's bouncy. Um, she looks like supposed to be in the fucking commercial or some shit. She should be like. <laughs> She got the green shirt with the necklace. The necklace look like chain links. Mm-hmm. It's just stylish. It's fresh. It's young. Vibrant. It's great. Tony gives her advice and says that if you don't trust your husband, then why did you marry him again? I mean, yeah, but we're really out here trusting these niggas. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. And also, it's like, my thing is, yes. Y'all were together already, but, like, didn't y'all, like, fuck each other right before he was supposed to get married? Well, after. After? Or, like, but y'all was still having a whole thing. They had, like, a, a little moment, right? Before the wedding. Remember? Oh, it was a little. I mean, he stayed at her house, and he said, I love you. But he was drunk, so he could blame it on at, 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 at. These niggas always got the excuses, child. He, he was like, I was drunk. I don't know what I said. So whatever. <laughs> I guess. Mm. Tony's breasts start leaking. So she got to leave. She got to go feed Morgan. And Darnell comes in at that very moment to sit with her at Skia. And Maya apologizes and says, I trust you. He's like, but I want you to know what happened that night. He says, I was in that room from whenever to whenever. Because all I was doing was talking about you, girl. That's all I did. I was telling the stripper about how I loved you. I was like, that sounds ridiculous. I got boo Why would the, the stripper even care to listen to that for 40 minutes? Like, she got money to make. She don't got time to be Oprah. Like, I mean, she getting paid, so if a nigga want to talk, I guess she can listen. But I, I look like boo the fool to you, my nigga. You was in that closet for 40 minutes. <laughs> telling her how much you miss me how much you love me when you got a naked woman in front of you in the closet really oh yeah i don't know i don't know it's tv land (laughs) he said he don't want to do the whole fake dating thing no more he don't want to live across the way he wants to live with his wife he wants to be a husband and she responds with how did i get so lucky twice lucky <laughs> what the hell listen ain't nothing out there for nobody i think we're all gonna get cheated on at one point <laughs> i guess i mean beyonce got cheated on and fucking nia long got cheated on and who else who i'm missing y'all bitches need to start cheating back well i mean don't get in a relationship then just just sleep around like just live your life sleeping around like just have your fun like because get in a relationship these niggas, they gonna cheat on you. I'm, I, let me not say that, everybody, because somebody out there saying, not my man. Not my man. <laughs> Your nigga too, bitch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm saying, if you don't cheat we on Beyonce. They gonna be like, they, they like, why they hating on relationships? <laughs> Watch us get some reviews, be like, I like the content about girlfriends, but when they be talking about relationships and shit, I think they're very misguided. They're, 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 they they just have a negative outlook. They need to manifest. Uh, <laughs> if y'all need positive thinking, 
like, bitch. You th- you ain't think you ain't think Neil Long was thinking positive. Her man all on TV every week, three times a week in the press traveling. Listen, I don't even know. I don't. That's why I be keeping it light with the whole cheating. I be thinking the same thing, but I'm like, I don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over because these bitches gonna be like, these bitches, they 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 think so negative about baby. <laughs> that's what they do. They okay. Do. I don't Even know the, who needs the most to hear this. God-fearing nigga. Like, especially them God-fearing niggas. They be out especially here. Especially the most God-fearing they niggas. Said, they said, God said. God said, I need some that. new pussy. <laughs> <laughs> God said, I'm supposed to have three wives. So, um, we got to go find the other two. Yeah, he told me in a dream. I woke and up they the don't, They night. don't even be doing polygamy right. Three wives and they all splitting the bills to pay. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? Are you hoes dumb? Jesus. No, Jesus, exactly. Jesus. Um <laughs> It's just yeah. I don't know. Y'all just gotta have certain expectations. I mean, Maya and Darnell, they've been cheating back and forth. They together, they got a kid. That's, I know my, it's TV, but yeah. somebody out there living that life. You bitches need to cheat back so that you don't feel so bad when the nigga cheats on you. So you can be sure. like, oh, well. Well, that's that on that. You want to go get some lunch? Either either <laughs> cheat back or just expect to be cheated on and just go do your thing. Like, yeah. I mean, you can do it without getting caught. I mean, goats. Oh, for Why not? sure. Why not? For it's sure. like if a tree falls in a forest, right? Ain't nobody around to hear it. Does it make a sound? <laughs> then did it did it really fall? <laughs> <laughs> that's the question. So, I'm just saying. Anyway, you got this final scene with uh, Darnell and William at the sports game. Yeah, so Darnell said he not fucking with old boy anymore that was running his mouth Ricky. with the hands. Right. Ricky with the hands behind the air. Right. <laughs> he not fucking with him no more. So William is like, oh, that means a spot opened up on like the friendship roster. Yep. And of course, William wants in because he's looking for more friends, particularly more male friends. And then William was like, what do I have to do? Do I have to get hazed? Do I have to show my ass? Do I, what I got to do? He, first off, he said, I brought my resume and my checkbook to show you all that I'm good enough to be in this group. Listen, Ooh, do you think I think the checkbook? Well, the checkbook, I don't get the checkbook, but we would it would be good to know how much money you have so we can know if we can include you in conversations about trips and things like that, because. You need that kind of money to book the trips and stuff like that. William need to bring that type of energy to his dates. Okay? Bring your motherfucking resume and your checkbook, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. But Darnell's like, nah, we just a friends group. It's Peanut and them. That's the group. And we met Peanut like a few seasons ago. But Mm -hmm. he's like, nah, we're not a a fraternity. We're just like a group of friends. (laughs) So like, you don't got to do none of that. Mm-hmm. And so William looks kind of sad. So Darnell's like, you know what? There is an opening, but you have to, uh, there's a two hot dog and two beer initiation fee. Oh yeah. And some nachos. Mm. And you have to bring them back to me wearing only those clean underwear. Mm. And William is totally down. Totally. Damn, William. And that's the end of our episode. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Yeah. A lot of conversation. <laughs> we went, we went hard. Oh, D. Oh my gosh. Next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. Mm-hmm. Etsy, what's your oh hell yes? Ricky spilling the tea. Like, listen, <laughs> here's why. Because if this is somebody who I normally wouldn't even fuck with, and I'm some type of lowering my standards, let's make it a night to remember. What 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 you got for me, bro? <laughs> what, what, what tea you got? It's night to remember. Hey. Listen. Tonight. <laughs> And it, boy, did he spill it. If the tea's so good, you got to call all the girls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell okay. yes. That's a good one. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> um, My favorite, my oh, hell yes moment is when, you know, as controversial as this is, when they were at the house and Darnell says, What's that, Morgan? Where's your daddy? <laughs> Mm. that might be one of the best jokes of the series for me because that just Mm. came out of the clear blue sky because we know how much of a deadbeat uh todd is Mm -hmm. it's just that the only thing i didn't like is the fact that darnell knew yes and maya joining in like bitch yeah the joke itself was great but the the fact that it came out of darnell's mouth with maya being the hype man Mm -hmm. nah 
Nah, that was kind of kind of wild. Um, <laughs> but that's it. Make sure you go on and rate, review, and subscribe. Check out our TikTok. I'm probably gonna add another video tonight. Um, so check that out. Whatever tonight is for you guys, go ahead and check it out. Um, <laughs> check out our Twitter at Hell Yes Girl and at Hell Yes Girl on TikTok as well. If you didn't know that, the next episode is called "My Business Is Not Your Business." So mm. I hope that means something. I don't know, but it sounds sassy. Mm-hmm. Sounds like there's gonna be some tea or something. So we'll see about that one. And until then. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And we will see you then. Bye.